Some people explore outer space, but we prefer the sea. Anchors away with a bottle of rum, Mr. Sailor's life for me. And although traditions have changed on the nautical scene, some people are still the same. Well, such man never sticks to the plan, but you'll never forget his name. He's the captain! We are 250 miles north of Donegal, and by all accounts, playing an absolute blinder. Great work, everyone. We are, yet again, the best ship. Ahead of us, we can see the isolated granite spire of Rockall, the Bermuda Triangle of the North Atlantic. Bermuda's in the North Atlantic. Uh, barely, though. This is way more northerner, and loads more mysterious. Oh, a great many ships have been lost in these waters, Etna. They struck a big rock and sank. Mystery solved. Is there a reward? No need for that, Lieutenant. I was only trying to add a bit of intrigue to what promises to be our most boring mission yet. Ugh. I was considering having the students repaint the hull, just so we'd have something to watch. You haven't finished the briefing. Oh, I don't want to do it now. You do it. All hands, we are to conduct a survey of Rockhall's bird population, which is composed mainly of unfriendly gannets. This is what it's come to, is it? Actual bird watching. The scholar is 30 million euro worth of cutting-edge seafaring awesomeness, and they have us doing your loneliest uncle's fourth favourite hobby? As we need an accurate headcount of the birds, we don't want them to move around very much, so... All decks to silent running, no heavy machinery, or Icelandic death metal. Was that directed at me? Chief McCabe is prepping the ship's hot air balloon, so we can send up one of the students in order to get a, pardon the pun, bird's eye view. That isn't a pun! Stop trying to liven up the mission! Balloon status, Chief. It's a balloon. Can you expand on that? I suppose I could start filling it with air. That should expand us. Then do so. Aye, Lieutenant. As this is a very straightforward mission that anyone could do, I have the utmost faith in each and every one of you. That we can probably do this, as you were. Uh, I'm not sure about your little pep talk there, Lieutenant. I know I'm feeling a little bit worse about myself. You have to understand, Captain. The scholar's on very thin ice. Oh, man. I'd love to ram this ship through some ice. <laughs> hey, yeah, can we do that soon? I'm serious, Captain. The Marine Institute is very unhappy with all these high seas adventures we keep having. This is meant to be a ship of science, observation, and carbon neutral ne neutrality. The scholar isn't your personal party chariot. Maybe I needed to hear that, Atna. If this was a ship of yes men, I'd sink it. Is that why you keep ordering us to sink the ship? To check that we're not yes-men? Oh, well spotted. Can we just keep our heads down for one mission and count these dullard birds? You're right. Good counsel there from my trusted XO. Thank you. This means a lot to me. That being said... No, don't start saying extra stuff. Look at Rockall there, all bleak and innocent. You'd never think it was the site of the Irish fleet's greatest humiliation. The time a Spanish cod trawler caught the L.E. Roisin and wouldn't throw it back. No, no, not that. When we shot down Richard Branson. Uh, I think history will ultimately weigh in our favour on that one. No, Etna, the disgrace of which I speak was in the year 1955, 
and the Royal Navy placed a Union Jack on Rockall, thus claiming the oil and gas fields below. Since then, every Chancer nation has been trying to annex it. Iceland, Norway, even the Faroe Islands. <gasps> the Faroe Islands are the worst. <sighs> We'd be better off with more sea. Look, you can still see the tattered Union Jack up there. Oh yeah, it's like a scarecrow of ginger spice, mocking us from her pole. Hmm, I'm actually owed some shore leave. Oh no, are you thinking what you're thinking? Why, what's that? You intend to be dropped off on Rockall, scale the perilous cliff face and remove that flag. Wrong. I intend to be dropped off on Rockall, scale the perilous cliff face and replace that flag with the tricolour, claiming Rockall for Ireland for all of time. Good. I'm coming too. What? Why? Even I can tell this one's a bit tasty. Two reasons. One, I need to make sure your distraction doesn't interfere with our primary gannet counting mission. Fair enough. And two... As the only other naval officer on board, I must state for the record that the flag is pissing me off. It's just so cheeky. Ugh, let's go get it. Happy days, Mr. McCabe. What's wrong with you now? Edna and I are going to go over to Rockall. The ship is yours, Chief. Ah, uh, no. I, I've too much to do with the engines to sit on my hole on the bridge like a spoilt prince. Just don't dash the ship up against the big disputed rock. Doyle out. Captain, do you have any rock climbing experience? No, no, I have no interest. You? There was a climbing wall in my college. I invigilated a maths exam next to it. Perfect. Neither of us will be a know-it-all. Let's go! One gannet. Two gannets. Three gannets. Four gannets. Five gannets. Six gannets. Oh, seven gannets. That was a bit too easy. We nearly died five times. I know, but I'd, I'd budget that as more like a ten-death scenario. The bit where you grapple-hooked over the overhang and then swung me out of the sea was terrific. I admit, that was my coolest move this year. Here's the flag. Let's hurry. We don't want to spook the gannets. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll be subtle. You brought a sword. That hasn't been a subtle move since 1850. If I'm going to cut down an imperial flag, I'm going to do it right. Here's the Irish one, and some cable ties. 22 gannets. 23 gannets. 24 gannets. 25 gannets. Do you want to say a few words? There's only two of us here. Okay, I'll do it. We raise this defiant flag so that all Irish men and Irish women, our dead generations and our posterity, will know that Rockall is finally free. To be the property of Ireland for all time, oil and gas rights reserved. Oh, I felt the ground move. <laughs> I know it was a pretty good speech, but there's no need to override the praise button there, right No, I mean the ground is opening up. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually, yeah. <laughs> no, a door has literally opened on the ground. Look! But, but Rockall is uninhabited. The barren tip of a dead volcano. It has a stairs now. I'll go first. A mystery door opens on a desolate rock, and you want to go in. That's insanity. Someone opened it. It'd be rude not to. We should contact the scholar. Ah, why? They're away with the birds. Sir, you promised me you'd be more respectful of my concerns. Okay. Doyle the scholar, how's the gannet spotting going? Why do you care? Ah, you got me. Hey, could you come over here? There's a feat of dark engineering I need your eyes on. Full skipper of the ship. After the chief, the chain of command passes to... Debbie. Uh, I've had Debbie tap for greatness from day one. 40... Uh, 40... Uh, uh, one gannet. 
two garnets. Ship's log. We have discovered that Rockall is hollow and likely inhabited. I have asked Chief Engineer McCabe to accompany Lieutenant Crean and I on a descent into the unknown. How far down do you think it goes? And what lost civilization built it? The most lost of all. Us. Listen. What the Sam Hill is this, Chief? I've never seen nothing like this in all my days. You've never seen an Irish country town before. I know this one is underground and appears to lack motor vehicles or spars, but they look a lot like this. Hmm. Something's not right. With the secret 60s town under the sea, what's the world coming to? Outsiders, lay down your arms. We are unarmed. You're wearing a sword. Oh, don't worry. It's, it's ceremonial. I'm putting it down as a gesture. We knew this day would come when the tyrant De Valera would send his warships to retake Rockall. The Scholar is not a military vessel. We pose no threat. I wouldn't say that now. I mean, we don't need conventional weapons to be a a real threat in the... uh... Not the time, Captain. You daft, deluded subterraneans. Sure, Dev's long dead. What? It's true. President De Valera died four decades ago. Hurrah! Exiles of Rockall! Our enemy is dead! Hundreds of them! They're all hipsters! I think they've missed out on a few decades of fashion. Lucky them. The 90s were brutal. Welcome to Rockall. I am the postmistress. I think she's in charge from the context. I am Commander Brendan Doyle of the Ellie Scholar. My first officer, Etna Crean, Chief Engineer McCabe. Hiya! How we now? You are our honoured guests on this great day. I'm not a fan either, but did he do something in particular? Oh, it was De Valera who banished us here to the Rockall colony. Under the sea, inside a volcano. I always thought Dev was a real-life supervillain, but this is serious. And what did you do to end up here? The right thing. Rockall is a gulag for the incorruptible. The civil servants, the nurses and guards, the florists, the beekeepers, the bus conductors who spoke up against wrongdoing. Of course. I've always wondered, when all the dodgy stuff was happening in Ireland through the years, where were the decent people who could have spoken out? Here? We were the best of Ireland, and so we were banished to Rockall. Yeah, that was a bad move in hindsight. But you've been cut off for 40 years, so... Was it your parents' generation who made the stand? My mother was the first postmistress. And you just, like, inherited her title and moral high ground? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're definitely Irish. Mother was a great postmistress. She was sent here because she refused to let Dev intercept all the letters to Santa. (gasps) Oh my God! Let me give you a tour of Rockall as the victory feast is being prepared. I'd say that'll be a dry old dinner. This isn't exactly fertile land, it's all granite. And gannets. Like all Rockall culture, our cuisine is very refined. On your left is our top restaurant, Le Fou du Bassin. Does it serve gannet? You better believe it. There's also our traditional chip shop. Where do you get the spuds? Hard-boiled gannet eggs cut into the shape of chips. I don't understand. You have technology, but why don't you contact civilization? 
There's radio jam all over the island. Transmissions can't get in or out. Hmm, see? Bermuda Triangle. Well done, sir. But I'm getting nervous. These people could go all wicker man on us. Don't worry. They have no way of acquiring wicker. And this is the post office. But, but there's nowhere to post... Ah, you still need a post office. Where else would people get dog licences? You have dogs on Rocco? We had one until 82, and his paperwork was airtight. Oh, why was the dog banished to Rockall? He was a good boy. Also, the post office is where people queue to get their weekly ration stamps. Oh, that's what we use post offices for on the mainland. This is the Olympic-size velodrome. Oh, impressive. Ask me any question you want about the velodrome. I'm an expert. Why do you have a velodrome? It takes up like a third of Rockall. You can't have a track cycling team without a velodrome, woman. The great developer Albert Fields had a noble dream that he would one day build a velodrome in every parish in Ireland. Oh no, that's a shame that never happened. This mighty chamber is the particle furnace. It powers all of Rockall. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What does it run on? Geothermal ballast, wave power, enriched granite guano? Ask Professor O'Shea. He built it. Hello, outsiders. Christ, you're very old. Yes, it's by the virtue of the fact that I'm 92.975 years old. Devil Era banished me here when we lost the space race. To the damned Russians. I didn't know we were in the running. Or my particle furnace would have changed everything. The so-called superpowers fell back in overgrown fireworks, and sure they only got as far as the moon. The maths are the problem. It would have taken an IBM computer the size of a, a velodrome over 20 years to complete the calculations. I'm talking about hundreds of megabytes of data. Technology has moved on a lot since then. Sure, my phone has access to all the information in the world. Here, ask me Anton. Incredible. What's my favourite breed of dog? Well, I wouldn't know that. Uh, what, what's the capital of France? Oh, Paris. Oh, I'm trying to prove something here. What are the wee plastic tips on the end of shoelaces called? Well, uh, I've no reception down here, but it has the entire phone book built into it. Oh, the font must be terribly small. We'd better get back to the dance hall. They are ready for us now. Can I stay here with Grandfather Time? Not one for fancy parties, and I'd love to have a burn off this engine. I don't see any harm in that. Nor do I, your your actual boss. Ship's log. Etna and I are guests of honour at a feast to celebrate the reunification of Ireland and her lost colony of Rockall. This is a great occasion. Welcome to the dance hall. I doubt mainland Ireland has a dance hall as advanced as this. We'll give you that one. We've been slacking on a dance hall front. Who are all these extra place settings for? The rest of your crew, of course. The Scudder's crew are busy with a very important mission right now. Are they? Oh, oh the bird thing, yeah. I'm sure we can arrange some sort of school tour before we leave. <laughs> but you're never leaving. What? You will order your crew to abandon ship and join our society. That doesn't sound like something I'd do at all, really. It's very out of character. If you refuse, 
Rockall will create a megawave in the water that will destroy the scholar. Ah, there's no call for that. We cannot allow you to jeopardise our way of life. Your way of life is a load of balls. I'm sorry, but it is. Wicker Man stuff, I knew it. What is Wicker Man? It's a film from the 70s. I think you'd enjoy it. This is how we've always done things. I see no reason to change now. There's loads of reasons. You're just scared of filling out all the change of address forms. Prepare the mega wave. Okay, okay, relax. Relax, we'll do it. Look, my radio only works from the summit of Rockall. I'm gonna have to go upstairs. Why are you cooperating? You never do the safe, easy, same thing. All sailors have to settle down eventually, uh, whether that's in the suburbs or not volcano base. Oh, unless you want me to fall on my sword here. Oh, that's a very strange use of metaphor. No metaphor intended. Oh no! I've tripped! Get back! I have my sword again! Nice try. We know it's ceremonial. Yeah, you're a funeral ceremony, and I'm the master of ceremonies. MC Hole Kicker, Edna, catch! I don't know how to sword fight. You don't have to when you're the only one with the sword. Go find McCabe and stop the wave. That's all the work. What will you be doing? I'm gonna go to the top to get the scholar ready to go. Uh, do you even listen when I'm threatening you? I'm reckless and impulsive. Bye! Don't you not follow me either, or, or, or I'll cut you with this sword. Bye! This is the electro wheel that provides all the drinking water and keeps us all clinically sane. Ah, I was wondering. And here's the schematics for the robotic priest. I had to build a synthetic one because for some reason no organic priests were sent to Rockall. Hmm. Professor, if you were to wire those two vacuum tubes in parallel, wouldn't it up your blessings per minute? Oh, God, you're right. We, we, we could be clocking up to 600 BPMs. Your talents are wasted on fixing old diesel engines as some fishing boat. <laughs> the Scholar is a legendary ship. Or it will be when they update the big list of legendary ships. What? Oh, certainly. Do you get annoying telephone calls from upstairs as well? Yes, I've just been asked to charge up the power core. Why? So I can press down on that plunger over there. And what does the plunger do? It'll send a shockwave through the water in all directions, with the same resonant frequency as steel. That will wreck the scholar, you brawl! I know, but I'll never hear the end of it if I don't. Wait, Professor, let's make a deal. 632 gannets, 633 gannets, 634 gannets. Ahoy there! Oh, all the gannets, man. I nearly had them all counted. I only had five gannets left. Blast the damn gannets. Tell Debbie to steer away from Rockall. All engines full ahead. What? Hey, hang on there, Captain. I'll bring the balloon down right next to you. No, that's the worst thing you could do right now. You have to get the ship away from Rockall before the mega wave. Oh, oh God, this is so complicated. There's the Captain. What are you standing around for? We gotta make tracks. Now, what were you trying to tell me? Everybody, in the balloon. Hold on, everyone. Going up. Oh, looks like Rockall's about to blow. Balloon to Scholar. Debbie, read us in. But the gannets, they're all over the place. 
We're way beyond Gannets now, love. Captain on the ship. Thank you, Debbie. Prepared to receive refugees from Rockall. Sir? It sounds like that volcano is no longer dormant. Besides, they're so high and mighty over there, being better people than them will be real fun. Not today, Captain. Postmistress, get your people over here. Looks like Rockall's about to become the Pompeii of the North Atlantic. Uh, Pompeii's not in the North Atlantic, right? No, it is not our way. Rockall, it's lifting out of the ocean. <laughs> this was always our plan, Captain. Our plan has always been to go to outer space. And you have given us the final piece. Etna's pocket computer phone will chart our people's course to the next star system. Um, it seems a bit extreme, but if it makes you happy, good luck. We're too good for this planet anyway, but I'll always love you, Brendan Doyle. Farewell. What? I did not pick up on that at all. Well, that was a busy day. Not only did we fail to count the gannets, but Rock Hall is gone. I think that went great. The flag you and I planted a few hours ago is on its way to Proxima Centauri. In your face, Royal Navy. We're space racers. Where will all the gannets live? <laughs> How can you think of gannets at a time like this? Because they're swarming the ship. Gannets. Gannets everywhere. Count them. Ship's log. Mission complete. Turns out there's no birds on Rock Hall. Captain was written and directed by Dermot O'Brien and Connor O'Toole. It was recorded by Rachel Nee Quinn. The music was written and performed by Bobby Ahern of No Monster Club. The show featured Connor O'Toole, Alison Spittle, Paul Timoney, Tara Flynn, Donica O'Brien, Giles Brody, Rachel Nee Quinn, and the audience of the 30th Firehouse Film Contest, funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee.